Hey. Hi, Amy Lee. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, good. We're on the pod, but before we started the pod, we wanted to know, can we talk about your kids have COVID or no? Yeah, just Bo does. Just Bo does. has an ear infection, sinus infection, uh, but he... And I'm masked in my house because I have to go back to work. Oh, shit. And I've known Annie, obviously. You don't want to get her sick. So I have to quarantine for 10 days with the two of them. Even like, I guess because they're un- because they're unvaccinated, we all have to quarantine for ten days. Oh man, that sounds so, super fun, dude. That's crazy. Would you rather fight a duck-sized horse or a ten? I have PTSD from like March 2020, but now I, on top of it, I have to keep my kids separate because we're trying not to get Jack to have COVID. So like, trying to like feed them separately and keep them away from each other not have them touch each other why don't Do you, you know how out of breath i am <laughs> yeah why don't you use the cages i got them for christmas <clears throat> you know i think i lost them in the move oh man i need new ones all right well we love um, you if you need anything let us know uncle uncle Cassim so will be right on the plane i'll be uh, there in a gif if it gets madness all right love you love you bye be there in a gif all right, well, that was an exclusive. Uh, Bo Dykstra, COVID, yes. Jack Dykstra, COVID, COVID no. no. COVID, no. Uh, yeah, so guys, that's the beginning of the pod. All that COVID talk last week gave Bo COVID. Yeah, real heavy episode. Now we're coming out of it. Just your two boys this week. Welcome to Pajama Pants, the number one non-Sopranos Sopranos podcast. Me, your main host, Kasim Gariba, and my my little sidekick here, Robert Eiler. Yeah, we gotta we gotta talk about what you did last week in the in the car. So, what me and Kassim, I did in the car. Yeah, well, the, in the car and then here. So, me and Casim were in the car driving to the pod. He picks me up. Wonderful. I hadn't seen him in a long, long time. We're hanging out, and we're in the car. And Bush came on. It was glycerine, probably, or like something else. And we were singing glycerine in the car, but not making any it was sense. Con- What's that song? Come down. Oh, uh, come back down. Yeah, yeah glycerin's a different. Isn't different song? I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but I, I just didn't remember which one. So gotta be accurate. Uh, so that's on, and I'm I'm going through DMs on the phone. So I go to Cass. I go, oh, we should record this and put it on Instagram. And he looked at me like I was insane. Yeah, like, it was like, like this. Like, yeah, you were like, what? You like, I would never do. Like, you're crazy or whatever. And then he starts the pod. By singing, my baby's back. <laughs> my baby's back and he's home from New York. Hey now, hey now, Robbie's back. So that's okay, but Bush is not okay? Nope. Like you made it seem like that's so not cool to sing Bush on Instagram. Yeah. But then you're singing my baby's back when we start the pot. Yeah. It's, I just don't, like it's way better. I, I love you because sometimes I just can't figure you out, you know? And that's one I We're can't. We're both complicated guys. You know what I mean? Like there's, we've got layers to us. There's all kinds of things. We have a lot of things that a lot of people would look at me like, those guys shouldn't be friends. I got a bunch of emails today. Well, do okay, so Jamie's out. Jamie's out. You know what we should have done? We should have asked people, we should have told people on Instagram, hey, it's Rob and it's Rob and Cass in this one. Do you have any questions for just Rob and Cass? I can do that now. Should we do that? I can do that now. Should we put it out in a video and throw it on the story and we could, we could, 
Dude, what happened uh, you to love, the crypto You love market? Meta. Oh, don't talk to you. About I got to talk to you about crypto. Listen, I, bought, I picked the worst time to buy in. Or the best. Because you're still buying. Well, what do they call that? DCA? Buy the dip, dollar cost average. What do you want to know? DCA is dollar cost average, babe. Am I an idiot for pumping in to crypto 20 grand two weeks ago right before everything took a giant shit? No, not if you believe in the technology. This is just a little... I don't. Well, <laughs> I then, don't yes, care. you are. If, okay. if there's a technology you I don't, don't know anything about it. If there's a technology you don't believe in, you're pumping 20 I'm gonna grand I'm going to be 100% it. honest. I just put money in because you and people that I know go, buy it, Cass. Doesn't that mean that? I, doesn't that mean I trust your? No, I your fucking word? told you that two years ago, and you didn't listen to me. So don't act like you did it because of me now. Like all of a sudden, I was telling you. It is years because of ago. You. You're full of shit. I do it all because of you. No, a bunch of geeks at G4 were like, "Hey, you should do this," and you're like, "Man, these kids know." Like, you better watch who you're calling a geek, or you're you're gonna get yeah. you're gonna get your ass handed to you. And listen, Super you're Smash the toughest Brothers. guy at G4, so that's not true, dude. I don't know. No, I listen. I, the truth is, I've met your friends at G four, and they're really nice. And uh, you're a bitch. Sweet. That's what we go. But oh. it's just easy to make fun of people who play video games. Even it's though I too love video easy. Games. And guess what? Everyone plays video games. Right. Now. And that's you know that's all part of the. I'm inclusive with. I my, got a uh, VR. And guess what we're doing as soon as we get no, off this pod? I don't do VR. It makes What'd me you ask me before you you came here today? It's like, hey, maybe we can do the pod and let's go see sunset. That's what you said, right? Oh my God. Anybody who's from the fucking East Coast is going to hate guy, you right dude. now. Yeah. So I go. Yeah, to, let them hate, man. I go to Casam. I go, uh, Jamie's not going to do the pod, so I could come there. We could finish the pod early if you want. We could mm -hmm. run to the beach, catch sunset, throw a little frisbee around, bing, mm -hmm. bang, boom. Mm -hmm. And he goes, Oh, it's a little cold for your boy. <laughs> it was, yeah. I looked on my weather app, it was 75 degrees. Yeah. That's not these what it Jordanians, was here. you know, like, some you hang out with Jordanians did. for so long. And Go it ahead, just, slander it, a whole people. No, no, no. I'm just saying, I spend so much time with multiple Jordanians. Like, no. Yeah. Who else? Thousands of Jordanians I'm hanging out with I'm constantly. Sure. And it just never gets... You never develop a callus to them getting cold in anything under 70... Oh, no. Apparently 80 degrees. What is your line of demarcation? 85 degrees? Here's the thing. When you called me, 67 degrees. By the time oh, that is such a by lie. the time we get to the beach, it's 60. And this is before the sunset sunsets. It's 55 down to 50. What are we no doing? No way. 50 degrees at sunset? You're such a liar, dude. You just dropped more, 20 degrees. More importantly, we have VR here. Why would we go out? That. Why would we catch a real sunset when oh we could catch a God. fake one yeah, in the metaverse? You don't know if it's a smart idea to invest in crypto. Meanwhile, you don't even want to go to the beach anymore. Because you're so involved in the metaverse. The beach is a fuck. It's fucking overrated. There's all this shit you gotta, all these hoops you gotta go through to get there. Yeah, you're you're, <sighs> you're too sassy today. I have that in my head and it's back. I, well, I, I'm gonna be sassy ever since you told me that it's too cold outside. You're a little sass. And I looked and I saw 70 degrees. I said, "Who am I friends with?" I used to fucking run around New York City breaking <laughs> shit. You know, the yeah. windows, the law, <laughs> yeah. all of it. And now Those I'm days fucking. Are over, I'm dude. hanging out with fucking people in the metaverse, and they say, "Oh, it's 70 degrees out. It's too cold. I can't leave my fucking video game room." Those days are over. What am I? What no, am, I can leave the video game room. I'm, what's happened to me? I'm. I can leave the video game room. I can go to the living room to play VR. Oh my god! So Pajama right. pants hits a new low today. When we asked Gabby to hop on the pod, she can't do it. Jesus That's Christ! Right. I mean, that was a slap in the face. Oof. Talk about new low, man. My portfolio has never been lower. What, what, what's next? Uh, George gonna turn us down? We would never invite George to this. I know one. that's true. Bryce, on the other hand. 
We get Bryce on the pod. Bryce, yeah, I approve of Bryce. Bryce gets the thumbs up. Bryce is a good dude. Bryce's thumbs, his hands. See, this is another thing. I'm, I'm I, all my friends from New York City. I don't see them anymore. I hang out with you. You talk about the size of men's hands constantly. Can we? Should we do? It's the biggest. We were saying we two could. Of mine. We were saying uh, we have voicemails. Let's try and listen to a voicemail. People send us voicemails, and we okay. never got to listen to them when we got here because Jamie is in Austin, and okay. we are not technologically sound enough to figure out how to get a voicemail to play there. Okay, but also here. Um. Okay. All right. So here's uh, us going through your voicemails. If this works. Uh, we tried to take some voicemails and, um, I don't know how to put this. How would you put this? Cause I think, uh, the only people who tried to leave voicemails were mentally ill. Yeah. It's like the people that call in, sh- you know, don't, shouldn't be like speaking. They should be communicating via like a, like a, a, a window and like a phone on one end. Yeah, and there's somebody out there who's like, I left a voicemail, and I thought, listen, we didn't listen to them all. We listened to like four in a row, and they were uh, weird and creepy, and some people trying, I think they were trying to give us some like weird message, I don't even know what, it's disturbing and hard to even put into words, like we wanted to play one of them, but it was just even too crazy. Yeah, Um, so we're going to take today's uh, pod as an opportunity to engage with the emails that we haven't caught up with we have some instagram questions we're gonna get to you got some sharpies no i have sharpies for us when we're well one thing i want to talk about is and people some people get us warmed up some some people hate reality shows and i get that i get why i'm actually starting to not be able to watch a lot of the shows i used to watch i don't really care about like dating shows much anymore but i'm sure there'll be ones that come around that i like but i'm just not you know that new one that Joe Millionaire came out. I'm like, I can't, I can't, get, I can't get it. Like, I'm like, I don't know. There's is, a new Joe Millionaire. Yeah, it's with two guys. One is a millionaire, one is not, and they have to figure out which is which. But they're like falling in love with some poor guy, and they don't realize it. But um, oh, those but poor maybe women. it's because we, me and Castle were just into Station Eleven, new HBO show that is scripted, and it just fucking blew everything away. That's right. Rob just finished Station Eleven. Um, it was my favorite show of the year. I mean, it's it, it can't. It started last year and it ended this year. I don't know what what we can we categorize it as a twenty twenty one show. It's probably my favorite show of the year. Yeah, it was. Uh, and and listen, I think when TV shows have their first season, they have like a leg up. Like we we're talking about Succession. Yeah, it's based on a novel, too. right? Yeah, and Succession, it's like this is the third season, so you know what you're getting. Like you you trust it. You're turning it on. Like that first season of Succession blew me away because I had no idea what was coming anything now you're in season three and it's incredible show but you know what's coming where station 11 i had no idea what was fucking coming it really it blew me away but my point was i stopped watching 90 day fiance for like three seasons and then this season that's on right now is so fucking good and i was just watching these people in where was they from and they were in tasmania i've never experienced i grew up in new york city where people are said to be like rude they were so rude to the fucking waiters. No. I didn't I didn't know that this truly happened in the world where like they kind of treated the waiters like like servants and like pieces of shit. What was an example of something they like did? Like so the guy came over with the coffee, he was like, drop it. Like just told him like drop it. Like like put it on and, and the guy's like, Yes, sir. Like, is there anything else? Like 
they're very like the waiters are like um how you see in like films when like you know yeah. from a hundred years ago where it's like it's like do do, do that like like people who yeah. work for people like staff people are like scared of the person instead of now where you see in like la it's like everybody who works with somebody is like how they should be like part of their family yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that's fun that's still alive and well in certain parts of the world yeah tasmania it was, it was good to see yeah, that's I like part of that's like a, near australia i think they were in tasmania oh they talk like these Oh, that's not what I would think. What was I thinking? I thought Tasmania was in Africa, but I have no fucking idea. Google, let's There's Tanzania. Should... Right. There's Tasmania. This was probably this was probably Tanzania then. Were they black? They were. Probably Tanzania. <laughs> yeah. Probably, right? Well, I what I don't know there was a difference between Tasmania and Tanzania. See, oh, this ta is why we yeah, this is why no, we pod. There's, there's other people that don't know this. <laughs> right. Let's do them the favor. Yeah, this is why we pod. It's like, oh, why are you talking about a fucking uh a reality show? It's not about the reality show, pal. It's about Rob doesn't know. It's about educating yourself. Yeah. Tasmania, abbreviated as Taz, is an island state of Australia. Look at you. This guy's information junk. But you you think it's it's Tanzania. 100% Tanzania. Okay. 100%. Okay, great. So Tanzania. Yes, very different. It's a country, country in, in East, East Africa. Africa. That's mm. right. We're educating you here today on uh, pajama pants. Last uh, week we taught you how to cut sandwiches, which people really had a huge reaction to. This is where they um, speak Swahili. Oh, yeah, the sandwich thing? It's, it's a fucking big... Guys, we went fucking viral. Can I say that? We went viral. You we can say it, but it's not really true. Come on, dude. If you believe it, it happened. Is that true? Last pod, we asked Jamie, uh, or Rob asked Jamie, one of his Sharpies was which way would she cut a sandwich? We can't depend on the voicemails. We can't. But um, we said diagonally triangles. Of course. Like a normal there's not even like a Yeah, there's, not, like, I, I, there's nothing unsexier than like a sandwich cut down the middle. No. And like, ugh, like that's like something people eat on like a, a, when they're on like a ferry. Now, she made a comment during that where she was like, well, there's more bread for her to eat. Right. That's all an illusion. Optical right? illusion. Because <laughs> 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 uh, I'm not smart enough to really know, but in my head, it's the same amount of bread. I could see it. No, no. I think it, of course, it's the same amount of bread, but I could see it being more convenient for her mouth to just go like Three bite, chomps. bite, bite, instead of like little bite, big bite, little bite, maybe. <laughs> Now we're potting. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of people, you know, this split the room. This was our our uh, the equivalent of do you stand or sit to wipe? Can we look at some? You want to read some of the comments from that? Because I feel like that's that that could. I'd, I'd like love to, see to what Robert. Because what Kasim wrote was funny, which was uh, if you don't cut your sandwich at all, we don't even want you to listen to our pod because you're crazy. Yeah. This is from, uh, let's see, Allison Rosen, who's a friend of the pod. My dad used to cut sandwiches into thirds, which is so weird. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Is that, is that like cut the two? Yeah, right? Like you cut. Well, see, now this is the question. Is it a diagonal thirds or is it horizontal or is it vertical? Right. It can be, okay, horizontal. I could see, I or I guess she was then thinking. It's like a strip. I was thinking like triangular. Like I was, I was thinking you cut a triangle here like that and then these two pieces are, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. You can't wait. Like, as, as think, pick, you, picture the sandwich like, like Mickey Mouse ears. Like, you cut that yeah. top off, that top off, and then you got a triangle, and then the two ears. That's what, that's what came into my head. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. No, that's not, actually, that's not a bad thought. 
that's even more pointy things to go into our mouth as the sandwich, which is what we like of the, of the triangle. Exactly. If you were a fan of the triangle, but you wanted to cut into thirds. Also, how her, about three triangles for you? Her dad must have had little baby lips. <laughs> you got to cut it into thirds to get the food in there. That's crazy. But but if you're just cutting it like down, like straight down the line three times, and you have that like that like no man's land middle of the sandwich, yeah, with no nothing. That's pretty. That's like a floppy. That's crazy. What what did other people? Okay, so Jamie says I stand my by my decision. Uh, that has seventy nine likes, by the way. Yeah, she's getting support. Agreed. Except. I peel off the crust so I can devour the sandwich and not worry about an accidental crust bite. A lot of people don't like the crust is kind of what we're finding That here. to me, Grown I'm, adults. Here's, I was just going to say, to me, that seems very childish. Yeah, it is a little but, bit. But sandwiches are fairly childish in themselves, right? Yeah. Well, no. On, on like white bread, just like a regular sandwich, cut, cut, it, it feels a little like. Okay, you're going by a, a standard, you're thinking of like school lunch sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, when the I'm term this whole time, I'm thinking white bread. I'm not thinking, sure. yeah. I'm, well, I mean, if we're talking diagonal, or by the way, even if you're, if you're cutting like a hero, I like that diagonal cut. Yeah. Yeah, it's because nice. Then you, you get, get a the little, view. yeah. A nice view. Well, it's, it's got a, it's like, you know, the Capri Sun straw, how it's angled because <laughs> yeah. it gets into the thing better. That's how you like your hoagies cut. Yeah. And, you know, they say you eat with your eyes. <laughs> Is that what they say? <laughs> yeah. They say you eat with your eyes. So Grub with Grainer says cut corner to corner and corner to corner four slices like pizza. Oh, no. yeah, this person this person's typing this so he's like restrained to a bed <laughs> yeah, yeah that sounds like uh that sounds like a lunchable pal yeah that's crazy that's not good um somebody here clarifying ray flanagan says it is the same amount of crust also the crustless portion of the sandwich is more openly available in triangle form also he says eat the crust <laughs> or don't it doesn't matter that's what he said <laughs> Guys, it's time to talk about Shopify. If you guys have your own website, you sell your own merch, uh, you guys got to be using Shopify. It gives op- entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses. Okay? This is your mom and pop stuff here. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere and synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. I've shopped on uh, websites. What I love about Shopify is that it remembers my information when I check out. It's all there, and I just go click buy. You know what I mean? That's the best. Go to shopify.com slash pajama, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial. That's right, guys. You like what we're saying right now? Go check it out for 14 days. Absolutely free. Get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash pajama right now. That is shopify.com slash pajama, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y. Listen, no one knows what you're looking for in a doctor better than you. And no one, there's no one better at giving you the tools to find the perfect doctor than ZocDoc. 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 The people who created ZocDoc found the major pain points in healthcare, all the things that weren't working and said, enough, enough. And they made booking a great doctor surprisingly pain-free. 
ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Read up on local doctors, get verified patient reviews, and see what other real humans had to ooh, real humans had to say about, <laughs> about their visit. So when you walk into the doctor's office, you're set up to see someone in your network who gets you. That I've heard a lot of people lately who want to go to the doctor and they're like, yeah, I just don't know how to find a good doctor. It's always been my biggest struggle. Yeah, and then you know what happens? Two months later, you talk to them and you go, oh, did you go to the doctor? They go, no, you know, I got to find I gotta find a doctor. Yeah, no, no. It's now it's turned in. Now I have a cyst I need to drain. It was just a zit. Oh, terrible, guys. Don't let your uh zit become a cyst. Go to ZocDoc.com, choose a time slot, and whether you want to see the doctor in person or do a video visit, and just like that, boom, you're booked. Find a doctor that is right for you and book an appointment that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. So go to ZocDoc.com slash pajama and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash pajama. ZocDoc.com slash pajama. Finding a doctor for you made easy. You know what? I, by the way, like if if I didn't like the crust on a sandwich, which I'm indifferent, I'm not like oh I love the crust, but to me it's just part of the thing. Yeah. Why not just cut the crust off? Uh, PB and J sandwich with the crust cut off. Our boy Joey Perino says I fucks with it cut either way. Yeah, he's just he's a always political savage, but he's also a savage when it comes to food. Like he doesn't he he doesn't. You think eat he would even eyes. cut it? No, he just he doesn't eat with his eyes. He eats with his belly mm. and his mouth. You know, he, you don't have to dress anything up for Joe. He's, he's just going to take it any way it comes. Yeah. 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 Uh, Gene says triangles taste better. Yeah. They triangle, do. a lot of triangle love here for sure. Um, this was kind of a, we were surprised by how many people responded to this. So, um, we thank you guys for that's on our Instagram, by the way, which we also have some questions to take from our Instagram. Robbie. Oh, listen, I, I've talked about this exact thing before on this pod, which is, uh, there are some things in life where people have an opinion or people think something and you go, I disagree with that, but I fully understand your opinion. Then there's times where I go, I disagree with that, but I know I'm wrong. Like I know I'm in the wrong. Like when everybody was telling me you got to watch Game of Thrones, I said, I tried to watch Game of Thrones. I couldn't do it. I know I'm wrong. I know enough people like it who I respect, who I go, I just can't get it going. I'm wrong. I, I'm not into it. I haven't seen it yeah. up until COVID. And I knew in that situation, I was wrong. For me, with the triangle cut, like, that's the only way. Like, I don't think, uh, I, I think. Yeah, this is the same know. thing to me as like, which way your toilet paper should go over or under. It's got to be over. Yeah. Unless you have a cat. That's what I've been told. Ah. Uh. Because in the yeah, what what I've pawing. what I've realized is very important to me is oval toilet. So when I when I was in oh, New York, oh, as opposed the, to a circle. Yeah. Oh my Who has god! An if you have an oval, I know that you're poor. Oh, see, I was gonna say I know you cut your sandwiches down the middle. Like if you're if you're Even shitting worse. if you're shitting on a circular toilet, eating sandwiches cut down the middle, like no, you're in you're living in the past. Like when we tell our life stories, your yours is gonna they're gonna be like, oh, this person's from. Well, the let's early nineteen hundreds. Talk about and what Rob happens. from the future. You are from the future. I'm what, from the future. What happens with a circle? To Why do we like an oval? Because it, it leaves no room. Yeah. <laughs> 
for a big dong. You're such a great interviewer, babe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just answer the question for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's just, by the way, it's not even like that. You, the room is so important, but it's like, you don't even think about it. You sit down, you're like, you could be reading a fucking, you could be looking on your phone, which I don't. I focus very much on the movement, but you could be looking down at your phone and you really, if you're on the circular toilet, you really have to navigate how you're sitting when you're on that oval toilet it's like you're it's like the recliner of toilet seats here's something that i think we can agree on when your penis touches the seat mine i do everything in the, the world to keep that from to happening. keep that from happening so that but it hasn't happened in 10 years 10 years you haven't i gone. do not well first of all my toilet's oval i don't but you like think to about poop. it i don't like to poop anywhere else when i was in new york it took up circle. so much circle everywhere I went was circle. And I didn't realize I, I'm like, so like my brain just couldn't click that. Like, I'm like, what's up? Why, why am I having like issues going to the bathroom in New York? Like I'm uncomfortable. I'm like up on my, my toes. Like, you know, I'm like off my heels yeah. pooping. I'm like, what's going on? And then I get back. I sit on my oval <laughs> toilet. You ever notice you're on your heel, you're on your tippy toes sometimes when you're pooping. That's and then I you gotta said. like relax. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was on my tippy toes every poop for the thing. Like your it was arches just, are sore and shit after a poop. Yeah, like I'm like I'm yeah. like pr- like you said I'm like protecting my penis from the rim of the seat so like it doesn't touch it because that's like over for me. But first of all, I go to the store. I go to CVS. I get ninety uh, percent alcohol. I get paper towels. I wash the entire fucking seat where I'm pooping and the lid just the lid. in case. Yeah. My penis happens to touch that lid. Let's talk about this. Please. Because I have a fantasy of what happens when my penis touches that part that's dirty. In my head, this is what goes on. It touches it. It gets uh, bacteria. The bacteria seeps into my skin. And eventually, I'll have to amputate my penis because I touched the bottom of that. That's. I know it's irrational. No, I, I think it's rational. But is that what your brain does when your penis... I don't even let it go there because instead I'm like, I'm going to be so like cautious and alert and on my tippy toes this whole time that I won't even let my brain go there to like what happens. I just, it's enough for me, the threat of it touching the toilet. I just think like, by the way, it's the same way the water came up and hit my butthole when I was pooping in the hotel. Poseidon's kiss is what somebody told us. Yeah. Poseidon's kiss. uh, That is like, that was one of those things where like I had a vision of just my butthole just becoming like a science experiment, you know? And it was like, well, he was he stayed at this hotel and he put, and that place was known for blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because I don't know if I talked about this in the pod. While I was staying in that hotel, I was like going to bed at midnight or whatever. And all of a sudden I heard like, ah, ah, ah. And I'm like, oh shit, people were fucking in the room next to me. Shared a wall with them and heard yeah. it all. And this girl was putting on a show. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it was... Do you think the fake. guy was a great love maker? No, fake. Why do you say that? Because, well, first of all, uh, it was only like a minute and a half that I heard that, but that could have just been like the back end of the session. But still, I didn't hear anything from the dude. Like, I only heard Chick, which is great for me. But if he was great, you would think you would have heard just something, even if he yeah. was like, shut the fuck up. Like, you know, you, you got to throw you, something. You always expect, it, I've also heard couples having, is usually when you're in a hotel and, uh, you always expect to hear the man at the at the finale go, "Oh, is that what you do?" Well, I, I don't do that, but I do. I do make an audible sound. It's like, oh, "Fuck yeah, fuck yeah." 
You don't do. You don't say fuck yeah. When you, I'm when sure you I climax, that you don't there. say fuck yeah. I, I don't have a standard thing, you know. Oh fuck, fuck, man. Oh fuck, fuck, man. Oh. You don't do that. Ah, oh. you can make me a sandwich and cut it diagonal. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, I go. Oh fuck. <laughs> don't move. I gotta get. T- I got tissues. That's what I say. Do you remember that first like? Don't move. I gotta. Don't. I also tell her this. I go, don't splash around in it. See, I I say like, don't move, and then I go outside. I make myself something to drink. I go oh, you for take a little a stroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go. You know, I go for. I go to Whole Foods, and she's like, Robbie. Yeah, and then I text. Yeah. I text. I go, you need anything? Yeah. <laughs> well, because there is there is a part right when you're making that audible sound, like the first sixty percent of it. You're this is totally normal. The last. 20, 30, 40% of the sound, you're self-conscious that you're making the sound. Does that make sense? No, I, I, for me, it depends on the session. Like there's times where like the session is over and you're like, man, that was fucking crazy. And none of it was like that. And that's when it's good. Like when there was no self-conscious, then there's times where like the whole entire coming is. Yeah. uh, Like you're aware of all of it because maybe it just, you know, it wasn't the, and I've noticed that when I was younger, like two, three times wouldn't matter. Now, like I can have sex a second time in a night, but it's just not good. Like, I'm, see, sometimes the second time I can really, I can really do some stuff. I, I can, uh, if I was an electric car, I would have more mileage. Do you know what I mean? I could hit. I yeah, can but that's go not to certain, good. I Chicks can go to always... other stops. Well, for one of the first times me and Sarah had sex afterwards, when she came, she said, "We out here." Oh yeah, and then more more recently, after I finished, I said, "I said I rule." Yikes! Isn't that fun? I say I'm in the schmilden. <laughs> what? Instead of building? Yeah. You say you're so in the schmilden. I'm in the schmilden. Yeah. Why do you say schmilden? I just like it. You've you've said no. I'm, I'm kidding. You you said I rule. Yeah, because oh. we're. Because we were having, we were, there was an inside joke, but out of context, it sounds crazy, right? Are you going to tell the... Nope. You're not going to tell I want to hang out joke. there. I want people just to think I, I say I rule. Yeah, but then you should have just said, no, I just said I rule. But now you said there's an inside joke, so people don't just think that. It's just still funny. Mm. It's funny on its own. Yeah, you should have just said, like, no, there was no joke. Like, I just, I just want to let her know. Like, I look her just in, in the case eyes she didn't I go, know. I rule. Just in case she didn't know from after the fucking, I had to let her know. Hey, babe. The, in, the inside joke. I rule. The inside joke was she offered to give me oral sex, and I go, I rule. That was it. And then I did it after sex. I said, I rule. Oh, okay. She's like, oh, she, she offered oral, and then I go, yeah, I rule. And then. Once that was established, once I rule was in the universe, I used it again at post sex. Yeah. And I said, I rule when I finished. That's the whole inside joke. Me, you, and Sarah went to uh, dinner on Friday. <laughs> yeah. It was oh, nice. boy. Oh, it was great fucking food. How much did we meet three people? Me and you split the tab. How I don't much even think th- we should say it. Let's say it. It was, it was, I don't even even think we should say it. My portfolio has never been lower. I think people hate us already. I don't think they need to hear what we're spending on sushi in LA. We don't do this all the time. We, we starved ourselves. But I hated myself after we paid the bill. I didn't enjoy it either, but let's be honest with our, with our listeners. It was like $480. 
You told me four ninety. Uh, four ninety. I I wasn't like lying about ten dollars. I just and thought then that I was with tip. It was up to yeah. Well, bucks. we're podcasters, so we have to tip big because when we walk in, people know they go, "Oh my God, there's Robin Cass." Yeah. Well, so, the people, our listeners, especially the sushi chefs, they in were two so weeks happy will understand why we went out. Yeah, there was a little celebratory. It was a celebration uh, that you guys will understand in 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 some time. But uh, we went to a very we went to a very uh, oh the you know, uh, catch yeah because we've had Mark we had Birnbaum. Mark on yeah and it was uh, but fucking food was fantastic everything this that came these, out it was like this is better than this and this is we we went at the perfect time we went at like seven thirty catch is one of these very uh, if you've never been sceny. it's very sceny, right like chicks get dressed up to go there. Um, they're not even thinking about the food. They're just going to to be seen. They want to go. They want to go at the bar. They want to meet people. Guys are trying to pick up girls. Everyone's dressed to the nines. We go because the food is incredible. It's incredible. It's a. It's it's. If it wasn't as good as it is, we would. We'd probably wouldn't ever go. Besides, you also are very good friends with Mark. Right. And here's the here's the deal. Right. I got a picture to show you from when I was at this place. While you're. Uh, you know, I don't want to sound like when you're friends with the. This is what I saw outside. Nice. Outside catch. Well, is it nice? Because there's a little. Oh, I thought those were see-through. Is that a line of sweat? Yeah. That he's showing a girl in a white skirt and where her butt, her crack, her butt crack would be. There's a line of sweat. It was. It's almost like she took <laughs> an hour laughing? Uber. Were you laughing real? Hard? Well, I noticed it right away. I was like, Sarah, look. And and she's like, well, what is that? I'm like, it's either sweat or Duke. Really? See, I thought that. Uh, that I thought that, that. But it's also down here, though, too. Okay. Now, th- well, this could be another sa- triangle or down the middle. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is, could be a what fashion. I, is this a fashion statement? <laughs> you guys, what am I looking at? Am I looking at this a, is good. a see-through uh, dress where there's a g-string underneath, or am I looking at sweat on the crack of a woman who was in an Uber for far too long? Yeah, because to me, initially, I thought it was a girl making a fashion statement, hey, look at my butt, and yeah. through the skirt. But yeah. now if you're saying you were there and it looked more like sweat. Mm-hmm. I also got a photo. Maybe I'll give this to Gabby. It's a photo of, they oh, come out, yeah. they serve you the sushi. And we're playing this mm, for you sushi. guys right now. They give you the sushi, and they hit it with a blowtorch right on top. I mean, where where else are they doing And you know this? why they do that, right? To sear the fish. No, it's not why. Well, I mean, yeah, but the real reason they do it is because then people at other tables go, what oh, is yeah, that? Yeah. Well, it's the the sizzling fajitas from Chili's yeah. thing where the people hear it and they see it and they go, oh, I want that. Right. So you see charge. a fire at somebody's table. How much they and charge you go, what for is that? that? Uh, I don't know. The roll is probably $28 or something like that. Could you imagine? Were we talking about how it's much crazy. food costs? Were we yeah, talking yeah. about we're in a bubble? Los we, Angeles, yeah, Los a Angeles is a bubble. Well, no, no, no. Los Angeles is not a bubble because we could easily go to stores that aren't like the stores we go to, which are like, you know, Whole Foods and this. We could go to like a uh, fucking Nelson's or like Gelson's, whatever it is Gelson's, out here. Yeah. Gelson's and get fucking 20 pieces of chicken for nine bucks. We just don't do that. No, you don't get that kind of chicken at Gel- Gelson's is. Well, I'm, I'm exaggerating. You're talking about Ralph's. Okay, Ralph's. What? Yeah, Ralph's. Sorry. But, but even then. I think there's something to like your brother in New York who goes out and gets two slices of pizza and a Coke for how much? Well, anybody in New York can go. Like right. there's there's little spots where you go, 
Oh, because what I was saying but that, is... We don't have that here. Unless it's Costco. No, th- no, again, there are these places. They're just not the places we go to. No. I guarantee you. I guarantee you if I talked to my Uber driver and said, hey, bro, uh, I'm looking to get a lunch for five bucks. He'd be like, yeah, here's where you go. Yeah, I don't know. We just don't go to these places. What's a typical amount of money you guys are spending on lunch? You guys wake up, get, uh, breakfast, no breakfast. But when you when it's lunchtime and breakfast, you're- Breakfast, no breakfast. <laughs> you get breakfast, no breakfast. <laughs> You go to lunch, are you spending $20? Are you anticipating to spend more than that? Because I'll tell you, when I buy lunch, it's at least $20. Sometimes up to 40 If you just get one bowl of no, something? No, I don't just get a but bowl. But that's what I'm saying, yeah. No, you, I, you, I go a little crazy. Right, that's the thing. You're, you're, you just finished working out, you're going to like for a big meal. But also in L.A., we tend to go to these places that like we know because here's the deal. You can go to these places that are like hit or miss that you could save some money on. I, I pay o- for the hit. I only I pay for the hit. Pay for the hit. I only yeah. I only eat once a day. You think I'm looking for a miss? This guy does not miss. I'm not I can't afford to go somewhere and have a fucking bad meal. So instead of no. spending five dollars like oh. you, I'm spending at least twenty bucks. No. You guys want to know there's this place I really like and it and it pains me every time I order, but it's so good because they have the best crab cake I've ever had. But it's a forty-five dollar crab Jesus cake. Jesus Christ! It's How in big Venice. Is it? It's in Venice. It's a good size. It's like this. Is and it enough thick. where you're full? No. 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 I Jesus order it. Christ. I order it alongside like a salad or a pasta. Right. What? But you just had Zanku chicken when I showed up. Yeah, How I much o- is Zanku? I chicken? ordered two Zankus. It's, How much is that Zanku? was? That was. I think they're like ten, eight dollars a wrap. So I got two. But then you pay. But the thing is, with Postmates, you're doubling what you're spending usually. Yeah. Fees. I had to wait an hour and a half. We got to do something about it. You know, one of the best gifts I ever got was all that chicken breast you got me. Thank you. It was very thoughtful. Has anyone ever said that to you? Uh, Thank you for the chicken breast. You know, I have because here's the deal, right? I'm not a guy who gives great gifts on like Christmas or somebody's birthday or this. But there are times where I just in the middle of the year and I go, that's for that person. Like, I got to get that for for that person. So with you, I just happened to think like, oh, it's a great gift for Cass. And then I waited uh, until your birthday to to send you some chicken. Let's talk about Christmas gifts right right after I go to the bathroom. Okay. We'll be right back after this. You want want to get that kink out of my shoulder, babe? Oh, who do you got to sleep with around here to get a Theragun, babe? You hear that quiet percussive technology? I know who my best friend had to sleep with to get us uh, some Theraguns. But before we even got this sponsor, we were getting Theraguns. But now that they're a sponsor, we we thought we couldn't love them anymore. What is a Theragun, Rob? Well, I'll tell you. Oh, Why don't you shut up and let me tell you. (laughs) Okay. Theragun is a handheld percussive device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. And it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. Yeah, and you know, I used to go through phases of using the Theragun where it was like, oh, I got to do it for 45 minutes. I got to do it. For... And then I started Jeez. to realize, I know, I started to realize as I did it more, you could do that thing for five minutes. That's right. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good. It gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. So whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out or an injury or just the stresses of everyday life, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. Try Theragun for 30 days starting at only $199. Go to therabody.com slash pajama right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's therabody.com slash pajama, 
therabody.com slash pajama. It's a nice hoodie you got there, baby. The Perry Caravello hoodie. That's what you got. That was my Christmas gift from my old cast. We were just talking about Christmas gifts. You saw the chicken. You got me a nice, by the way, uh, you got me uh, bamboo shorts. Remember, we talked about bamboo sleep shorts on this pod. The only pair I have, which now the elastic is worn out, you can kind of see the the white band underneath. You've just replaced them. Yes. One of the most thoughtful things. And I like to think I'm the only guy that's buying you underwear. Uh, yeah, I don't think any other. I don't even think my dad's ever bought me underwear. No, I'm your dad now. But I also bought you a Perry Caravella Live hoodie. And uh, I got one as well. And we took a photo in them and we sent it in to Perry. Perry, yeah. as you guys know, is the fourth host of uh, Pajama Pants. <laughs> and uh, they're fantastic quality. This is a L.A. hoodie. It means it's thin. He gets very angry because they're from Bangladesh. Well, look, Perry is uh, hes a little upset that they're not American-made. Some people said he's even racist. Well, I mean, he did have a little bit of... Uh, there was a little like a, a touch of white pride in the fact that he does that a bad thing no no <laughs> no to be to be proud to be white i don't know these days it seems like it might be it might be a problem no man you're not proud for, to be white right not for me <laughs> you're not for you, me you love being white right oh it's the best yeah yeah there's just uh no issues no you know all I got, the only only issues I have are all these SJWs that are just trying to water down everything. They're trying to turn this country into something that it's not, you know? You're just trying to live your life. I'm just trying to live my life. Be white. As a white male. Yeah, you're just trying to white it up. white, straight, cis white male. Yeah. Thank you, Robbie. Anyways, another straight, cis white male who's never had a, a moment of homosexuality in his life, except for... The one time... One time in 1992. When he let somebody blow him. To get a part on the show. And uh yeah. Shout and that out. man, Perry Caravello. Live. And Perry Caravello live. And uh and guys, here's the best part of when people go, Why do you guys love Perry? Perry I don't understand that question. Perry basically He's my favorite Twitch streamer. Was like just going on and on about how much he loved us and how grateful he was. He was crying when we were talking to him. He cried four times. We took the photo of me and Kasim in the hoodies and we sent it, uh, we put it on Instagram and his producer tom showed it to him and he had no idea who we were yeah it took him a second it took him a lot longer than a second he was basically done and then tom reminded him again like yeah hey remember it was rob's promise and chasm and he did pajama pants this and he was like huh like he just he's like yeah i don't know like he did, didn't really like he can be he, very hollywood sometimes yeah and we uh speaking of someone else who i think is white we have charlotte wrote us an email you want to read this one or not I? really okay I'll i read. don't like reading Here's the thing. When people tune in, they get we get a lot of emails, but unfortunately, neither of us are good readers. Okay, this one's from You're Charlotte. You're a better reader than I am. <clears throat> Hi there, Pajama Fam. I really hate the term California sober, by the way, and we're referring to what we uh, refer to Rob sobriety from the last pod. Anyway, I know I've mentioned this where you smoke weed, but you don't do anything else. Anyway, I know I've mentioned before that I've been clean for meth. And for also, I don't, sorry, I don't know if I said this. I could, I, I don't know how I feel about if you would say somebody's sober if they're like i fucking smoke weed all day every day like i think that might be something 
you know, where you're like, or like, I can't do this without smoking weed or like, I can't, because, you know, I haven't smoked weed, I don't know, four months or something, but not because I'm trying to, it just happens to be like, I haven't smoked. Sure. And does that mean I've been sober for four months? Like I, I, nothing has changed in my life. When I do smoke weed, I take one or two, like you always say like, oh, you didn't smoke for months. You must've gotten so high. And I'm always like, no, like I never get so high. Like I take one hit. And I kind of feel the way I do, like, right after I come, right after you go, oh, fuck you, yeah, man. Oh, fuck, I rule. Fuck, I rule, man. Like, like, right after how you feel where you're just like, ugh, like a big, like a, just a sack of potatoes. That's you it, know? huh? Yeah, I just feel like a sack yeah. of potatoes. And also, like, I was, I would do it a lot when, like, if I hurt myself in the gym or if I ever had, like, uh, my neck hurts or, like, this. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. you've seen me, like, throw out my rib. Remember when you've seen oh. it? It's fucking You are vicious. There's a, you can't, you can't, you're, you can't move. It's hard. You're it out happens. for like weeks. And, well, no, I, here's the thing. The, the person can put it right back. At, here, if you could catch it right in the beginning. So there's a thing that's called like your rib tip popping out. I get, and it uh, happens to it. me like every two years, uh, tw- sorry, to like twice a year, depending on the year. Sometimes it doesn't happen at all. And, um, if you get it fixed right away, somehow, if you're like, you know, right about to go to a, uh, chiropractor chiropractor i wanted to say podiatrist that's a foot doctor i think uh if you go right to a chiropractor and you can fix it but i usually go like oh i don't know if i did pop it in or pop it out or what really happened and then the next day it hurts and then the next night you can't sleep and that third day you just become fucking delirious because you're on no sleep every time you breathe or move it hurts it's not uh fun but it's actually not a painful thing until that third day so uh yeah you've seen me on that third day it's crazy how much it happens on like a thursday and then all of a sudden yeah. you're like, Saturday is terrible. And Sunday, you just have to wait it out. Monday, you go get it fixed. But by the way, that's a time where I'm like, I'm fucking smoking weed. And it just saves me. It saves a lot of the the pain. Yeah, pain relief. Yeah, it's nice. Um, okay, so Charlotte says, anyway, I know I've mentioned before that I've been clean from meth for 19 years in May. Uh, but I do still partake of the devil's lettuce. And I have found a couple of things to be true in my ears on and off the wagon. While I've never touched meth again, I have struggled with alcohol and did have a minor run with Xanax like six years ago. For so many years, I had this all-or-nothing mentality with my sobriety and fighting those demons. Uh, demons with a D at the end. Like a D-M-O-N-D-S. Demons. demons. That's a PCL reference. Shout out, PCL. While trying to stay completely sober was damn near impossible. The way I viewed my sobriety needed to change because the 12-step program never worked for me long-term. So I really just maintained as a pothead for years, went through some super, super heavy shit last year and noticed some risky coping behaviors forming in some new ways, sort of like how Rob noticed it with video games. Except mine weren't so innocent, LOL. The miracle of miracles is that I was able to recognize the behavior and adjust myself before I got too out of hand. Hell yeah, though. So now I'm okay with smoking the pot and watching me some PJ pants or PCL. Watching Perry Meltdown is some of the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> no lie. I'm a diehard Perry Caramello, pervy Caramello fan now because of my favorite podcast. Anyways, I'm literally... 458 into this podcast and i had to pause to give you guys my thoughts rob i haven't gotten your covid story yet but i hope you're okay you'll be better taking care of you all better be taking care of yous and yours char nuts out that's that's what jamie's doing right now she's taking care of hers and her own she's she's taking care of those sick little children thanks char nuts i'm glad it's all working for you everyone's different you know yeah i think that's the thing and by the way 
isn't that the thing with fucking everything? Like, you know what I mean? It's like everybody's dead. There's no one fucking yeah. fix all for shit, you know, pure cure all. Or people always want to be like, no, this is what you had to. It's like, no, you don't. Like, there's people who fucking work the program for 10 years, this, and one day they slip off. I've actually heard that from people who I know who are in the program that there's big things around like those big numbers. Like when people are like, oh, my 10 years coming up. Like it just. Um, well, here's, you know, what's funny about that is that uh, when this pod airs, I will have five years officially. So you're saying um, you want to go grab like a drink or something? No, but okay. So I, I think what you're saying is um, people make big deals about it, but they shouldn't. No, no, no. I've just heard that like there have been many occasion where mm-hmm. people are coming up on a big number and mm-hmm. then they slip. Like it's like, oh, I see what you're pr- saying. Probably like some self-destructive. Well, uh, look, if, if you <laughs> if you got sober in a program and then you're not maintaining your program um, and you're dry, you know, it's only probably a matter of time before you're back. Right. But I'm talking about people who are maintaining a without a program. No, who are maintaining a program who are like in a program. Yeah. And then they just like that. I don't know if it's the pressure or that like same reason they were an act is like that self-destructive thing. But like when they're coming up on like their 10 year thing, that's when the that's when it happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It's just something I heard from somebody who's in programs, but I I wouldn't know. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's uh, it's one of those things where like that might have been something Dr. Drew said. Maybe too. I'm trying to think of where I heard Doctor Drew. Yeah, Doctor Drew. It's uh, my brother is usually nice and he gets me a cake, you know. But even then, I feel kind of weird celebrating it because it's just like what what the best part is is just another day. That day comes and goes every year, and it's just another day. And it's like, oh, I made it a year, and I barely thought about it, you know. And I still do the things I got to do to make sure I'm sober. But then, yeah, a, f- a few years stack up, and then like. Now I'm coming up on five and it seems crazy to me because when I first got sober, I would have never thought five, like five years. Like I would look at people who had three years and I was like, wow, you haven't had a drink in three years. It's crazy to me. Yeah. Well, my, um, so my birthday is nine years and which I don't think is anything. But then when I hear 10 years, I'm like, wow, I can't believe it was 10 years since I did like hard drugs, you know, like any Molly cocaine, been drunk this you know there were other things uh after that because i was still addicted to like xanax and i had to it took me years to get off of them and then obviously weed and stuff but like when i think about the when i think about the things that i've really been addicted to in my life i can't recall like the feeling of that like i guess the video game was like the the closest thing but it's just but it's still it's not even that because like video games don't don't have the power for me to like change who i am like where like you know taking fucking 15 percocets a day like i was just a different person not only because i was high but also like when people would ask me to do something the first thought wasn't like do i want to do something with this person it was does this interfere with me taking 15 percocets tomorrow right so it just makes you to- like you're when somebody asks you a question, you don't even answer as you, you answer as an addict, or at least you know, I did. But again, I'm like, yeah, when you were here playing video games and we we're playing Mario Kart and golf and all that stuff, oh, that was fun. That was just like you, you know, don't go home and you don't go like, oh, I gotta get my hands on that. zero, no, because I would, <laughs> you know. But when you were in New York and you were playing in New York, it was 64. different because, um, 
it was 12 degrees outside. And also, like, they just happened to have, like, four games I loved. And it was right outside in my thing. And, you know, when we were playing Mario Golf, it was, like, fun because I'm playing with you. And we're, like, laughing and shit. But I wasn't like, oh, man, this game is yeah. so addicting. Wherever we're, like, you know, even just running through Mario Kart, like, twice. Like, I was so... And, and also, Mario Kart's one of those games where, like, you're not blinking. Like, I was, like, three feet away from the TV, like, trying not to blink for mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was a little intense. Yeah, yeah, I'm. Uh, can't wait for us to get on the VR right after this pod. And then there's also that that thing of like the the thing that's different about like video games is there's no um, I you don't have to depend on anybody else. You don't have to worry. Am I gonna run out of this? How do I get it? How do I? Because that's a big part of it's like, you versus you. How when long was, can you stay up? Yeah, like when I was taking pills and whatever, like it would always come down to like, you know, however many days it took, but like eventually they'd run out and you try and call days ahead. So you're like, hey, can you arrange this and this? But there's times where like that chaos of getting, uh, like making sure you have the thing that you need and sometimes how the crazy things you have to go through to get it because you start, you end up spending time with shady people and Go into places you don't want to. It's like, well, hey, the only place uh, I know where to get them right now is two hours into Jersey, but you have to this. And I'm like, all right, I'll go get my mom's car. And the right. next thing you know, I'm two hours in Jersey. I have no idea where I am because I'm like, I fucking need Percocets. And for some reason, no one has them right now. Like, there's just, you know, where like, you know, shit like weed is always, it's almost always, especially now in California, it's super fucking easy. But like, you know. Yeah. But I guess the only the only thing that feels a little bit like that sometimes with with the video game thing is like when you're out doing something and you're like, I just want to finish this so I could go play my video game. Yeah. (laughs) You know, what's funny is like really what I've had that feeling with video games when I'm like, but I also have it like when I'm reading a really good comic book or like when I smoke cigarettes, like I really just want to get through this dinner so I can go smoke a cig. Yeah. You know, but uh, look at us. we're, We're all in different we do sobriety in different ways. And I think we show, we, we show people that there's no one way to do it. I have my way. I cut out everything. I maintain a program because I need to. Otherwise, there's no way I could just smoke weed once every four months like you, you know? Yeah, and it's interesting that like you see the way you associate smoking weed with like, well, then I would drink. It's like for me, that's how I associate drinking. Yeah. You know, where it's like, if somebody was like, oh, why don't like, people always say to me, like, why don't you just have a couple beers? Or like, why don't you have a couple? I'm like, because then I know one night, I, I still, I still have nightmares about it all the time that like one night it'll just lead to something. And somebody says, hey, why don't you just do with this? Where like, for some reason, I just, weed doesn't do that for me. Like weed doesn't change my, uh, decision making process. Yeah. Also, those people that go, why don't you just have a couple beers? I have, I've had those people, you know, just well, why don't you smoke a little bit. Why don't you just have a couple beers? Like what what could, what harm could happen? I just think they don't understand. They addiction. don't understand it. I don't think they're trying to be malicious. Some of them are. But. Well, but but they are thinking with their brain. Right. Right. And they're assuming because it's not an issue for them that it's not going it, to. It's if you have somebody who's like in your life and you're not an addict, but you have somebody in your life that's like, hey, man, I'm just trying to like. I recognize I have a problem and like I'm trying to do this for a while to see what happens. And in your head, you're just like, well, you did Sober October. Like, why don't you just have a couple? Mo-? Just like, don't be that person 
because you're not in any way helping. You're you're applying how your body reacts to a substance and you're 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 thinking that somebody else is going to react the same way and everyone's body chemistry is totally different. When I t- take a hit of weed, my fir- I don't know if you uh first experience with weed was like when I took my first experience, my first hit of weed, it was like, "Oh shit." As soon as I took it, I knew it was going to be an issue. I knew that I had to have this again. Like it was a feeling of like, oh, where was this my whole life? Same thing when I got drunk for the first time. Oh, where has this been? This is what must everyone must feel like normally all the time. I felt like a, a square peg in a round hole my whole life, but now I feel great. So what? What? How would you describe that feeling? Like uh, the first time you saw, like what about it? It was, was the like, answer. It was like the. It was the. It was everything I was. What, looking you just for. said confidence, or you were comfortable. You what was comf- it? comfort in your own skin, like unabashed. Like you're just cool with everything. You're not. There's no insecurity. Nothing bothers you. Wow, that's interesting because alcohol did that for me, but weed definitely does not do that for me. Weed we- makes me more uncomfortable. In a lot of ways. Oh, like, no, weed. Where I have to be alert. Right like, yeah. when I obviously, if I smoke weed, like alone in my apartment or this, but like, if I would be around people and smoking weed, I was way more conscious of like, conscious of like what my actions and like my movements. And I would think yeah. about it where normally, like, I wouldn't think about like, if I was just sitting around with my friends bullshitting or even like mainly with strangers or people I didn't know very well. Like if you're sitting around bullshitting, I, I didn't really care. Like I felt comfortable. And then when I'd smoke weed, I would be more like, yeah, just I'm repeating myself, but aware and like conscious. Yeah. Like, oh wait, am I like being this way? They were they were slightly different where where alcohol made me more social. Yeah. You know, and it made me like want to get a, into a conversation with somebody. Whereas weed, I was very chill, cool, relaxed, didn't have a worry, but like I was more introspective. And I want to watch like a movie or listen to like music. I remember when I first smoked weed, the first day, I just had a smile on my face for like three hours. And I would just like, oh, I got to listen to Stairway to Heaven. I got to see what that sounds like. You know, when you like, when you're first exposed to 3D, you know, and then like 3D came, like I I remember buying a 3D. I'm like, I got to get all my movies on 3D. Even though I've already seen this, I want to watch it in 3D. That's exactly what it was like when I started smoking weed. Everything was like, Oh, this is gonna be way better. It's like John Stewart in Half Baked. It's like, have you ever on, seen the back of a Toyota yeah, Bill on weed? And it right. and it's so true because everything was more colorful. Everything sounded better. I was like picking up beats. Wow, I was like, I got none of. This. I was like walking. Me and my friends were walking down the street, and like our feet that when they were hitting the pavement, like made a song in my head. And it was like wow. I was like everything was like in a pattern or in a beat, and like everything was better. Food tasted better. And I was, it was like, oh man, this is not something I'm going to be able to like just put down. And after that first time and I got, and I got sober, like I sobered up. I was like, oh, when's the next time I'm doing this? Let me start planning. All See, right. That's well, maybe how I, I felt can go about get tripping. Weed. Yeah. Well, it's, but that's the thing. Everybody's system yeah, reacts yeah. differently, but it's, it's all kind of doing the same thing in our heads. Yeah. See, like I was, and that never- was meth for Charlotte. Yeah, I never smoked weed and was like, oh, man, I'm in a different world. Like, oh, the, I'm hearing this and the sounds are better and the lights are like, I never saw anything different. So I what just happens when of, you smoke weed? Do you just like relax? Yeah, I feel that like right when you bust a nut, like how you're just like, you're chill. 
but also you're like aware of of things and your I don't know, like I'm more just self-aware of like everything that's going on around. And like, you know, there's times where I'm like, should I be sitting with my foot up like that? Like, <laughs> you know, where I'm just like, like sober yeah. or drinking, I would never think about some shit yeah, like yeah. that. It would be like, what do you mean? That's how I'm fucking comfortable. That's how I'm sitting. And like, yeah. you know, there's be times where like I would smoke weed and it wasn't like, oh man, you're fucking super paranoid or like whatever. But there would just be times where I'd be like, man, I haven't said anything in a while. Like, should mm. I say something? Mm. Where like with alcohol, there was never, I like you never second guess an action like, you know, oh, every move like, is the right move. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, oh, this is, you I'm know, I'm going to go over is, that chick. I'm going to dip her and I'm going to kiss her on the lips and I'm going to take her <laughs> by the hand and we're going to get into a car and go like that. Yeah. You, you like do that. We're like on weed on weed. But like with weed, it would be like, oh man, like I don't want like, what if I walked over there and I looked stupid or like, I, I wouldn't yeah. want to do this. So that that's how weed was for me. But what you described to me is thinking about like mushrooms and, mm -hmm. and Molly and this where mm -hmm. like when I did it, it was like opening my eyes to this new world that alcohol yeah. and drug, alcohol and weed never did for me. Where like mm -hmm. tripping was like, holy shit. Like it was almost like, you know, like you're on a different planet. Like everything, like, you know, you move your hand and there's a whoosh, whoosh, and like you're seeing it and you're like every yeah. single second of this life is unbelievably fascinating and cool and interesting but like there's no I, I was never tripping and was like hey i'm bored because you could just like stare off into space and it's like whoa mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. yeah oh we're getting real druggy huh <sighs> everyone people are probably just high from listening to this yeah or, or some people are lighting up as we speak for sure there are people who are like man i need to fucking smoke um all right before we wrap this up let me see if there's anything good from instagram Okay, Chesty Hair says, now that mom's gone, mm -hmm. stinky lips or loose puss, which is a deal breaker for you? Stinky definitely lips. stinky. Yeah, yeah. Stinky but I, I don't think it's the lips that stink. <laughs> no, no, this, this person has a fundamental uh, ignorance when it comes to what creates a, a stinky puss. Yeah. That's what's inside. Oh, wow. It's what's inside the puss. Yeah, but it's also, it's inside what matters, you know? Thanks. Rob, it's from DK and Rob. Can you comment on crypto right now? Just real fast. I know we touched on it a little bit. I said it's not a good deal. What are you gonna? What are you gonna? Every every time uh, we buy them the dip. Every time. Oh, I'm definitely. We are not a financial. We're not financial we advisors. But go ahead and buy advice. that dip. Tell them it was. A, we, we do sent not you. give financial advice. Uh, <laughs> but oh, like you know what? I never realized until like you tell thirty people to buy crypto. Like, do you think every time the fucking like Apple stock was down like 10%. People were like, whoa, how are your iPhones now? Like, yeah, yeah relax. How's crypto? You got to be, you gotta be in for the long term, guys. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a crypto day trader. Like uh, I, I got crypto in 2016. How's crypto? It's fucking great. Hey, okay. Uh, Everything's pretty good. Check my portfolio. Uh, the killer mom says, does cash smoke bud with shank or Rob? Um, well, I think we kind of answered that. I don't, I don't <laughs> smoke, but, uh, have you ever smoked with shank? No, I'm not really like a, like, Hey, let's sit around and smoke weed together kind of guy. You know, I'm more like, uh, if I do smoke, like it's at night alone with Joe Perino, I like to fucking chill and smoke. Some people like this. If I'm on the beach, that's, that's a real nice what spot. What if we're in the metaverse? Like smoke. What is with you in this metaverse? Let's go, man. No, we can go anywhere. Go. 
This uh, is from Adrian. It says, does Rob have a girlfriend or is he fair game? I am. Let's check her profile. But also, mm-hmm. no, I do not have a girlfriend right now. Things are uh, not good in the dating world for me. They're just not. I had to get off the apps for a little bit because of the, my video game obsession, which only lasted for like three or four days. But it, it you know, the apps don't help. That instant like stimulation, stimulation, stimulation. Like any time I want to pick up my phone, I could just look and like stimulation stimulation even yeah. if you don't like go on dates it's just like i like you you like me i don't know what are you doing this oh this person this person like that's a drug in its own it's a whole other addiction oh, buddy. big time and I, I felt it so i was like you know what i'm just shutting this down for a little bit um ethan says it's more of a comment it isn't a boy's cast without perry which is true we're missing our boy perry caravello it's ri- it's you know what like i guess it's good when you do things that get such hot and cold reactions you know it's been all hot to me yeah, there's a lot of cold. <laughs> Mike Shelbo says top movies of 2021. Do you have anything that stick out to you? I have two. No, I'm not a movie guy. I'm a TV show guy. Your TV. Well, well you can get your your top. Well, you already said Station Eleven. Station it's 11's, our top show. Station Eleven's real good. Uh, Station Eleven. Autism on the Love on the Spectrum. Yeah, fucking incredible. Autism Island. <laughs> I was gonna say Autism <laughs> on the Spectrum, uh, and then. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Succession was okay. Succession was good. It was all right. The first season of Succession, if you haven't seen it, it's fucking gangbusters. Station Eleven, best show. Um, Really good. Two two movies. Oh, you're going to say one that I didn't like. I already know. Dune. No, I wasn't going to say Dune, but I love Dune. That's three movies. Three movies. Dune, um, Spider-Man No Way Home, and Licorice Pizza. It was probably oh, my heard, favorite I movie I want to see that, but year. Spider-Man No Way Home. Dude, it was it hit me, dude. I can't believe. I don't want to spoil it for you, but I'm just telling you that <sighs> if there's a young Robert in there that liked the Spider-Man movies no, as a kid. There isn't. He's in there. Little no, boy Robbie. I don't like Spider-Man no, he's movies. In there. I'm going to find it's the him. same thing. Like, I can't believe people fall for that. Fall for I'm what? Like, hey, look. The it's best superhero of all time? There's someone else in this costume now. Watch this movie all over again. That's what the, the great part of this new movie is. You don't go fall for any of it. There's no falling for it. I love that little sound you make. Uh, Licorice Pizza, fantastic. Paul Thomas Anderson movie. It stars Philip Philip Seymour Hoffman's son. Philip? Philip. <laughs> it stars Philip Seymour oh, Hoffman. And then uh, um, the girl, there's a, you know, the My group called so Ham. Yeah, absolutely. Philip? <laughs> Philip? It's Philip. In America? Yeah. It's Philip. It's Philip. I'm sorry, dude. I had a moment of like oh. pure third world, like not from uh, un-American. Philip. <laughs> I like it. The cinema with the Philip. Uh, uh, yeah, the girl from Haim, um, Alana Haim. It was uh, fantastic. It's so crazy seeing Philip Seymour Hoffman's son on screen. Um, he's a fantastic actor. It's his first role, I think, first major film, and he was so good in it. They were both so good in it. Um, it kind of a lot of people were like, "What? It didn't really. There wasn't really a a story." Well, there kind of it's like a, a coming of age, you know, one of these. You know what I've learned about movies for me and this guys. You know what? Let's end the pod with a little of Rob's corner. Yeah, get in. Let's let's do it. Should we should we lean in a little? Let's get, let's get in. Let's talk about it. What I learned about me recently mm. is it's not about the plot of the film because mm-hmm. it's a lot like life. Mm. It's about the people. Whoa. That's right. So when you're maybe on dating apps, 
And you're going on. These girls go, I want to do this. No, 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 no. And they're using the plane icon and it's taking off and it's landing. And there's uh, palm trees and coconuts. And oh, I'm a traveler. I'm a traveler. There's nothing I like to do more than traveling. They mm-hmm. like, they need plot. Mm, they need more plot in their life. Yeah, I'm character driven. I don't care what's going on. Some people say, oh, the plot wasn't this. You know, Joe Perino told me, I think it was Casino, one of the greatest movies of all time. No plot. There's no plot to Casino. There's a bunch of guys out in the desert gambling, killing each other, hitting each other with phones. Well, you know, it's a a, a story about Sam Rothstein. It's about but his no, life. But there's no plot. And Scorsese said that. You want to argue with Scorsese? Go ahead, because I tried to say what you said. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with you, which is arguing with Scorsese. No, no, no. I, I was on your side. But no, I'm, I know. I'm just but now about, you know you've changed your position because now you know what Scorsese said. Well, J- Perino told me there's no plot. Scorsese said. It. I said, well, I'm gonna tell Scorsese. What what your movie is about? What your movie is consistent? Sam Rothstein's life is the is the plot. His his coming into power in a mob filled Las Vegas and trying to uh, get married, uh, have a girlfriend, uh, be, become successful at the hotel, run the hotel. He said that you got to take this up with Perino. He said there's no plot. <sighs> okay, I, I, I don't, don't want I don't want Joe on. I don't want to be on his bad side. I don't think it was Goodfellas. Anyways, I think it was back to Casino. Rob's corner. Yeah, but uh, yeah. By the way, okay, whatever. My point You're character is, driven. My point is, yeah, I don't care what's going on in, in the movie. If the characters are interesting and the relationships are good, that's why I have the best, some of the best times I have with my boy Kasim here. You know what we do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Not a goddamn thing. We never do anything. We'll no. go to another city, rent an Airbnb, sit in the house, do nothing. Yeah, because the plot doesn't matter. It's the people. It's a character story. Yeah, it's the character. How do these characters interact with this situation and their relationship? What are their circumstances? Yeah, so that's that's what I'm going to leave you with uh, this week. But also, we just done. we just got an email while we were sitting here. Is that a uh, what the people call kismet? Yeah, you want to read it? Yeah, you want to read it? Okay, this is going to be our last. Oh no! If this is another sober thing, maybe we should just skip it, or we'll do it and we'll tell Gabby to cut it out if anything. But it's just I see sober, and we just talked about that. No, before. it is. It's a whole. It's a whole thing. It's a DUI. We'll do it for the next one. All right. Well, I hope uh, this wasn't time sensitive. Oh, yeah. I hope he's not. Hopefully, uh, about you didn't use to, your one email on. I us. hope. I hope he's not about to drive drunk now. And we said uh, we'll see. Hey him guys, next waiting week. for your response. I'm on, yeah. I'm on the ledge right now. It's like, dare me to drive? Like, he's, <laughs> dare me to drive. This is a little uh, stand for you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for watching a Jamie-less boys cast. Uh, yeah, we tried. The beginning was a little rocky, but we, uh, they don't, you know. They don't have to know how rocky it was. No, no, no. We said it. We, even when we came back to the goods, we were like, hey, the beginning was weird. We were just finding our footing. This is our second year of this. We just, you know, we're getting good. We're starting to hit our stride. Yeah. All right. I could accept that. We're on Instagram. We have a uh, Reddit. <laughs> we have a Twitter. Yeah. Rob's off the grid. Don't try and find him. Um, no. Support us. We're also on TikTok now. You know, if you if we're not on on YouTube where you're watching us right now, we're probably on TikTok going viral. You could find us getting spread amongst your friends. Share, getting shared. Hopefully we'll be back with Jamie to uh, corral these two wild stallions. You know, she puts up one of those things you put on a horse. A saddle? Yeah. Yeah, she breaks us and she puts saddles on us and she rides us into the sunset. She's doing that to those two kids right now with COVID. She doesn't Oof. care. Woof. God, she's wearing a mask in her own crib. <sighs> Guys, what's going on? It's no way to live. I'm just feeling a little... This is what, this is what Fauci wanted. I'm feeling a little okay. woozy. 
I wish I didn't get vaccinated. I wish I could unvaccinate myself. Oh, I, I got a guy. I wish I could take the booster out of my body. I got a guy. Can he suck it out? Yeah, he'll so get can it out. Can he suck it out of my dick? No, it doesn't come out of your dick. Well, I don't want it then. Okay. It's got to be an enjoyable experience. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in. Thank <laughs> you.